The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Hoopballers! Hey, welcome back. This is the third installment of this March Madness saga. I think I, this is probably it. This is yeah. This is the trilogy. This is the uh, the third one. Uh, so you know, time to talk about the nightcap of the March Madness games. Going to go over what is currently happening. We've got some live stuff. Gonna have an NBA dibble dabble because we're gonna bring Troy in and we're gonna get some insight on that. So that's gonna be really exciting. Keeping an eye on the brackets for you. And um, yeah, so obviously hoop-ball.com. I've said it probably, I'd say 12 times today. So I'm not gonna uh, heavy, heavy promo this episode, but you know, we, we are wanting those five-star reviews. So if you would go to the listening platform, uh, I know Apple music is the one that has the algorithm. We're trying to crack the top 15 on that. So all the likes, uh, subscribes and the five-star reviews with comments. Um, they're really weird about that. So drop those in there for us. Uh, if it's less than five stars, let us know what we can do to improve the show and the experience for you. And then don't forget your promo code at manscaped.com. It's going to be hoopball20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, 2-0. And you get free shipping and 20% off. And how fitting is it that our promo code has the word ball in it for my uh, good affiliate of uh, Manscaped? You know, ball, balls, trimming, the lawnmower 3.0, LED, anti-tugless technology, um, it gets the nitty gritty and um, the weed whacker just came out to help take care of those nostril issues that you got going on in the hair and the ears and all that. So use that promo code and um, check them out. Check us out. Hoop-ball.com. And uh, let's get cracking. I'm going to bring Troy in today. It's been awesome. I had Blake on earlier. I'm going to have Troy on now. And What's going uh, on? How's it going, Troy? Uh, I'm going great. Best day of the year for sports. How are you doing? It's a national holiday. Uh, exactly. It's definitely a national holiday. It's people who like to multitask. It's it's their kind of day because there's so much going on, multiple games at all times. Multiple brackets. Multiple brackets, multiple bets. And um, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty fun. Um, starting with this college stuff real quick and we know, we already saw Ohio State lose to Oral Roberts uh you know which is kind of funny you're in Ohio I'm in Oklahoma and um, those two schools represent those two states and um real good showing from the number one scorer in division one um uh basketball and Man, it was exciting. It went to overtime, had a chance to go to double overtime. And then Tennessee lost to Oregon State. We've seen two five seeds lose to uh, a couple of 12 seeds. 
And as far as the live stuff going on, Wisconsin and UNC is in a one-point game right now. Wisconsin uh, up 17-16. And then North Texas, which is one we're keeping an eye on because I've got to play on it in the wager pass. Um, they're taking on Purdue, and currently they're winning 9-0. to zero. Or I'm sorry, 9-6. to six. I'm blind. 9-6. to six. And um, Liberty up on number four seed, Oklahoma State, 30-27 to 27 at the half. Troy, what game early on has helped your bracket and what game early on has really hurt your bracket? So um, uh, my bracket hasn't been hurt as much as others. The Oral Roberts upset, uh, I had OSU in the Sweet 16, Ohio State, but in a lot of the pools I'm in, there are people who had Ohio State winning it, people with them in the title game, Final Four. So a lot of people got kneecapped by that Oral Roberts upset, and I kind of you know, came out a little unscathed, even though I had them winning that matchup in the next. It didn't hurt me as much as it hurt others in the pools that I'm in. Yeah, and obviously your bracket-building strategy is going to be a little different being in that kind of populace that is Ohio State and Buckeye territory. Now, for me – I'm uh, making a lot of brackets against um, people filling out brackets that have Baylor winning it all or Oklahoma winning it all. There's some OSUs winning it all. So uh, our OSU, you know, Oklahoma State. And uh, so, you know, it's it's funny to see. And then I'm in the 8-10 a.m., you know, Kansas City. It's a talk, talk radio station uh, out there. And I'm in their bracket challenge, and so I'm going up against a bunch of brackets that are crafted around, you know, the Mizzou's and the KU. So I'm being right, the regional bias. Yeah, yeah. So it's that's what's awesome about March Madness is it no matter where you play, it's going to be a little different. So it's got its biases and tendencies, you know. Absolutely. And um, so to catch up on. Well, I think we're pretty much caught up. I mean, there was no other crazy big, um, you know, the one seed started off a little slow. Arkansas started a little slow, but eventually pulled off against Colgate, which is good because then my main bracket, I've got Arkansas actually winning the whole damn thing. So uh, <laughs> you sweating that one out. Yeah, I that, I was like, well, damn, this is done early. Like about six minutes in, I was just like, <laughs> all right, this is this is how Second this is game going. of the day. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm clinging on to some percentages, you know, as far as trying to get to 65%, I'm trying not to make this hole too big. It's, it's not too, too bad right now. It's a little bit of a divot and that's about it. But, um, there's some matchups tonight that I'm really looking forward to that. I think all of us are going to be looking forward to, um, you know, and one of those, I'll throw it out real quickly. Syracuse, San Diego State. It's at 840 Central Standard right here in the middle of America, over under 138 and a half. One thing I really see happening in this game is the downtick of points uh, per game for Syracuse. Um, They usually average about 71-ish points per game, but San Diego State plays such good defense, such phenomenal defense. I think Syracuse is going to perhaps have a – hard time getting to 66 or 67 points. It's going to be one of those kinds of nights where San Diego State's constantly in their face and their shooting efficiencies and percentages are kind of lowered. And um, with that being said, in a mirroring effect, Syracuse 
has a chance to create some down ticks for San Diego State also. So I think the defenses, if they show up the way the game script could potentially favor them to, then we could have an uh, awesome opportunity to bet on the under of 138.5. And it's slightly come up from 137.5, so maybe there's some more steam movement to 140. But I, I think this is a game where San Diego State's defense and controlling kind of offense and the way they shut down what Syracuse does well is just a recipe for a grinded out game because Syracuse can play good enough defense to make it as such. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's definitely going to be determined by the defenses, in my opinion. San Diego State great at forcing turnovers and out-rebounding when there's second-chance rebounds out there for offenses. I, I think a lot of people, you know, are just used to Jim Beheim, Syracuse making deep runs. They were a – what was it, a 10 or 11 seed not too – a few years ago and made a deep, like, Final Four run. So I, I kind of went a little uh, – you know, I'm going with San Diego State. They're minus three right now on the line, and I think they'll do that just because I think they're going to force the turnovers and out-rebound Syracuse. Yeah, I know Blake – you know, uh, our contributor, Lawatch, he is uh, – that's going to be his name now. I didn't mean to say that, but Blake, our contributor, Lawatch. Our contributor is his middle name. Yeah, that's his new nickname. It just happened. Um, you know, he was really high on San Diego State in first halves. You know, their defense, they throw a lot of different stuff at you, so it's hard for the opposing team to lock in um, early. So first half looks for them, and then the way that Syracuse depends on their shooting. Now, don't get me wrong, betting against Bayheim in March, like you said, is a very scary, scary thing. And you got to have some onions. you got to have some stones. you got to have some huevos. you got to have whatever magicolates, ma- 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 you know? Yeah. Um, and that's what, uh, ultimately why I laid off of the side on the UCLA-Michigan State game because it's just another one of those Hall of Fame caliber coaches that I appreciate and respect for college basketball, and it's just scary to go against them. Now, I lost the underplay, but, you know, I <laughs> I didn't bet against uh, Tom Izzo. So I am going to bet against Jim Beheim, I believe. And it's the San Diego State team hasn't lost that much. They lost Malachi Flynn, but that was about it. The guy backing them up got a lot of experience and minutes last year also. But Yeah, so this, this San Diego State team is a really, really good team. And, you know, Steve Fisher was the coach. <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, uh, you know, have five Michigan team back in the day, and now Brian Dutcher took over with San Diego State. Same same tree was there with Steve Fisher pretty much most of his career, so it's not like San Diego State has a no-name coach either. You know, we Bayheim obviously is the bigger name, but I'm rolling with San Diego State on this one. Yeah, and they have a 14-game winning streak, which is second in the country, only behind – do Gonzaga and um, they in the last two years have won I think it was I might you know and this is a definite fact check because I'm probably off a game or two one way or the other in which column but uh, over the last two years they're like 56 and 8 I think it is their record um, highest one of the highest winning percentages in college basketball in that span stretch it out to three years, um, it's still pretty dang good. You know, this is a team that's been, like you said, under the uh, guidance and the uh, foundation of that Fisher 
um, homage and that heritage and that work ethic. And, you know, they're always, you know, uh, say like six or seven guys deep there, the Aztecs are. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's, that's a big reason why I'm going with San Diego State. I actually have them uh, winning. Uh, never mind, never mind. And a couple of my brackets, I have them beating West Virginia. But my main one, I have the San Diego State-West Virginia matchup happening. I, I came across a lot of Houston-San Diego State matchups. And I don't think Houston's all that good. They got puffed up because of the American Athletic Conference. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So, um one other matchup, pivot real quick over to – we got another Big Ten ACC matchup here, and this will be pretty exciting. Um, Rutgers-Clemson, 10-7 matchup. I'm not hearing any chatter at all about Clemson or their side or what they're able to do in this thing, but I want to point out real briefly, and, you know, 125.5 is a real low number, but – Rutgers allows their opponents to have an effective field goal percentage of 47.7%, and Clemson is at 48.8, so both less than 50. And Clemson only allows their opponents to score 62 points per game. Rutgers scoring 70 right now, so I think we're probably going to meet somewhere in that 65-66 range for Rutgers team total. Their offense, whenever it's off, it's just, you know, there's absolutely nothing there. Some teams can get by, but Rutgers is either this way or that way. And Clemson has some really great physical play. I I just don't know what to make of this game. And it's the game that's been racking my brain all day. And the one I've been putting off handicapping and trying to figure a side out on, I can't figure out a total. Clemson's now getting two points. I think there's enough value for me now for me to go ahead and look at them as an underdog and just, you know, ride the seven seed as an, you know, the the top seeds, the underdog here. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Uh, I I have Rutgers in this actually. They're a, they're a better rebounding team. Uh, They don't shoot as well, like you were saying, and they can have really have off nights, but I think they're going to be, forcing the turnovers, getting offensive rebound. So uh, what would be – let's see. What's the next – oh, the one I really want to talk about, if you had nothing else to say about this uh, Rutgers-Clemson game, the the last game of the night, Winthrop, Eagles, and Villanova, 5-12 matchup. I like Winthrop here. Uh, they're 23-1 and on the year. Obviously, you know, people are like, oh, it's the Big South. But to win, to only lose one game in a season is really impressive, no matter where you do it, in my opinion. They're they're the better defensive team. Villanova's not going to have all their players. They've kind of been dealing with injuries all, all year long. So I, I have Winthrop. They're plus 225 right now. Mm-hmm. And um, – I, I like that. I have them winning this game. I have them uh, winning the next game, too. So I'm liking Winthrop. I love that. That's a great, great dart throw. Um, that defense, you know, if you look at what they did all across the board all season, and uh, for whatever skippiness and jumpiness we might have experienced throughout the podcast there, I apologize. The wind has been relentless here in Oklahoma across the plains, like literally it, like our state song goes, the wind came sweeping across, goes sweeping across the plains. I mean, it's, it's just like blowing my stuff out every 25, 30 minutes I'm resetting. So 
my apologies, Troy. Thanks for coming. Oh, no problem. But yeah, this game is one that I'm definitely most excited for because it's a great nightcap. It's a team that as a small school enthusiast, I'm very familiar with and I've been looking forward to seeing this year. And look, they got a 12 seed. This is a very small, you know, the Big South is a one league bid, uh, one bid league. And they're one of the smaller ones of that, in fact. You know, the Big South is smaller. And if you look right above them, uh, smaller of a conference than what the Ohio Valley Conference is and where Moorhead State and the 14 seed came out of. So this Winthrop team, on top of having uh, a Cody Gillespie list, Nova team who is so important to them um you know this is a good spot for and look hey the and let me check the scoreboard here let's see we got Oregon State that already won yeah so we've got two 15 seeds that already took care of business and at least one 15 seed has taken care of business in the tournament uh the last four years I believe it is counting this tournament so a lot of success with the 12 seed line tonight. And I would not be shocked to see Winthrop go ahead and uh, put the clamps down and grind their way to an, a, a, a shocking, you know, first half overall outright lead, you know, go into halftime up a couple of points and then earn it and be gritty enough in the second half to knock off Nova. So that's a great call. And with what we've seen so far in the tournament and within the conference tournaments, I think we could be poised for some more upsets and more exciting stuff tonight. Absolutely. It's, it's the classic 12-5. I mean, everyone loves 12-5s, but even beyond that, when you really get down and look at Winthrop, what they do, they're averaging 11 offensive rebounds a game. I just think they're going to use their size and their defense and just handle Villanova. Yeah. Um, now, uh, can never remember his name, but uh, it's, it's got Earl in it. <laughs> for Villanova he's a young kid sophomore with Gillespie out he's gonna have to have a huge game he's usually a good operator in space for them uh high post on and off ball and uh one of the leaders of the team even though he's younger so I believe you might be talking about Earl Dixon maybe perhaps uh, I'm looking at the uh, roster right now he's the only one the first name averaging eight minutes a game shooting 45 percent uh, coming off the bench, I mean, yeah, he's he's going to have to lead the second unit, you know, especially if, uh, like you said, Cody Gillespie's not going to be playing, then he might even end up starting. So it's going to be interesting to see how Villanova handles the injuries and uh, Winthrop's defense. Yeah, and Winthrop, uh, one thing that they do really well is that they uh, defend on the three-point line. And uh, as they say, the wind in Oklahoma. Yeah, sorry. But um, yeah, Winthrop. Uh, Jeremiah got- Robinson Earls, the, the kid I was thinking of. Uh, number 24 forward for um, Villanova. But anyways, the um, let's see. They're uh, six and a half point underdogs right now over under at 144. And I I took the um I took the seven I think it was and let's see I lo- oh no I got six and a half also it also hasn't really moved a lot it's been six and a half since it opened but what it's worth the extra three pennies of shade is going to 
Winthrop. So a lot more back. You know, this is a heavily popular dog pick right here, um, but it's a damn good one. That's, you know, that, that's the thing. Uh, Troy, uh, here, hold on. I'm sorry. We got Moorhead, West Virginia, rapid fire. I like Moorhead plus 12 and a half. Uh, the defenses could be on full display tonight. Under 136.5 is a slight lean for me. I'll make a final decision on that, so it's a hold. 8.50 tip time on True TV, Central Standard Time. Uh, Troy, you got West Virginia moving on in your bracket? Yeah, that nine 9.50 for the East Coast people up in here. Moorhead State, West Virginia. West Virginia, the three seed. Shooting Both teams shooting 35% from three. It's bound to be a good one. Uh, both average 34 rebounds. You know, I, I like West Virginia in this one myself. Yeah, I think this could be under a double-digit spread when we're all said and done. Yeah, the, it's 13 right now on my bookie, and that is – I I can't really – I can't in good conscience. I can't lay that. Right, yeah, especially with how today's gone. E- exactly. That was just what I was about to say. Like, with what has happened today – Definitely 13 points. Ah, nah, not for me. However, I still still do see them winning this game, though. Yeah, absolutely. I do, too. Um, Big 12, hopefully getting off to a good start. So uh, if that's everything for college, we can go to M. Yes, absolutely. I'm into the NBA idea. I've been trying uh, to get some picks, right? Yeah, I, I had a really good week last week, had a nice run, and then the last few days has just been, you know, offers, a couple one and ones which I hadn't had in a while. You know, if you've been sticking with us since the beginning of the season, I had like a three-week stretch. There's nothing but one and ones So, but anyway, yeah, the Nets and Magic play tonight. Uh, Nets are 10-point favorites. I have them covering. Kyrie's probable. They have James Harden still. Even if they didn't have them, uh, the Magic just don't. They don't have what it takes to hang with the Nets. This is one of those, uh, I feel like, not necessarily easy covers, but it's it's one where the Nets should handle business. They won by 30 last game, last time they faced off, and they were up pretty much the entire time. So I'm going with the Nets, minus 10 on that one. Then uh, the very, very late game tonight, the nightcap in the NBA is the uh, Portland and Dallas, Blazers-Mavs. And I was able to snag the over-under at 228, and it has stayed the same in the few hours that I've uh, since I made that pick. I have over. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think McCollum will you know, start to get back in his rhythm now that he's back for Portland. You have Luka on the other side and KP for Dallas, who are just dropping massive points. Uh, Damian Lillard just dropped 50 the night last night or the night before, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm looking for one of those shootouts and i have over 228 in the portland trailblazers dallas mavericks game i am actually going to tail that 100 percent right now um this chicago team against denver plus seven do you have an opinion on that game or is that just a weird number and hard to get by see yeah that's seven Every time Denver starts playing really well, then they start getting these, you know, eight, nine, ten spreads, and then they just have a bad game. You know, Denver was really low in the West. They clawed their way back up to fifth right now. Uh, them and the Blazers both are 24 and 16, tied for fifth. So, I mean, the Bulls, you never know what Bulls you're going to get. Are you going to get Zach Levine dropping 40? 
and Larry Markkinen doing it all, or are you going to get the haphazard, don't know what they're doing, looks like kind of bulls? Yeah. Um, and the line flip with Golden State being down, uh, Curry obviously with his tailbone issue. I mean, this – okay, so it flipped obviously with the news of him being out and then Memphis being at home in the home favorite of minus six and a half right now. But it after the flip, it was plus nine for Golden State. And now it's already – you know, people have been interested in those points. It's already dropped down to plus six and a half even after the flip. So – I honestly still see a ton of value left on the bone meat on the bone for this golden state warriors team, even down stuff. Yeah. With that warriors team, uh, this is the first they play tonight and then they have a back-to-back tomorrow night, both in Memphis for the warriors, uh, Grizzlies. And this could be the one where, you know, uh, Memphis, uh, over under sitting at two twenty and a half right now. I would I would lean under on that. I'm not making an official play, but with Curry out and the, how the Grizzlies play, they're just that gritty uh, kind of style team. I would lean under on that one. Yeah, I haven't had any success with going over on Golden State, even though they've been in some favorable spots. But um, any last lock amends, lock bets from Troy, which your handle is Dwayne the Lock. Rock J. Oh my goodness. The Rock J. Yeah. So uh, follow me at Dwayne underscore The Rock J on Twitter, dishing out all the locks and hot takes. Like I said, Winthrop plus 225. I have them in my Sweet 16. I really like that team. I like them to handle Villanova and then the Nets. I really like the Nets to cover the 10. Heck yeah. Well, we got some great NBA tidbits from Troy. We have some more college basketball to look into. And we have some awesome, awesome matchups with a lot of value on them that we can hopefully ride into some good money. Well, hey, this wind is kicking our butts and it is kicking my internet connection butt. So we are going to need to tie a bow on this one because we are chopping and, you know, It's the third one. We've had three of these today, so I apologize. The third one wasn't, uh, you know, within less windy times, but we got it done. We got the value. What's that? I said we got the value. That's what we were going for. Yeah, and we'll be able to edit some of those long wind delays out of there, so y'all just ride with us. And uh, Nonetheless, you'll see our picks and what we talked about, and keep an eye out on us on Twitter. In Discord, if you're a premium sub, if you're not a premium sub, go check out the buy page for the wager pass, which is just ridiculous. 33 cents a month for access to not only just Troy and I, but uh, seven or eight different handicappers now, professional handicappers that know their biz. So check that out. Ride with us tonight. Let's have a great March. We're rolling into baseball soon. That article is being pretty much done and edited now so we got that to look forward to that'll drop soon troy i appreciate it bud we've been trying to do this for a while and hey i apologize for the wind again oh no problem man we'll link up soon again and be talking these brackets and uh nba situations absolutely playoff ball absolutely that's what i'm looking forward to yeah playoff ball playoff hockey and there's a whole day tomorrow of more bracket march madness another 16 games tomorrow yeah and then sunday so it's all there. We, we ain't got nothing to worry about. So. so thank you for having me, Devin. It was great. Hoop ballers. 
All right, well, let's get on out of here and we are gonna send some good vibes, good energies, and uh, we'll see y'all on the next one. So take care. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.